Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion. It's a podcast that explores Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective without plagiarism. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. We just do our own stuff. This, yeah. We don't do other people's stuff. Nope. We don't take their name off of the stuff that, that and take, then put our name on it. That takes way too much effort yeah, that like, we're not willing to do. The, the reason we don't plagiarize is because we're lazy. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you know. But if I had a whole team of people that were constantly doing it for me, doing my so research, that, you know, so that my commentaries and books could just slap my name on it, you know, my Bible study mm. notes could just slap my name mm. on my it. My endorsement uh, uh, letters. Yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, I'm joking. I'm not. I'm not saying that I believe that John MacArthur plagiarized <gasps> all that stuff. But wait, is that a thing? Right oh, now? you haven't been watching? No, yeah. dude, I'm out of everything. What, yeah. what, what, what? So, um, listen, I don't know if this is true. I'm, I was just having fun with the news headlines and all that. Uh, no, so like, was that this, today? It's this whole week, yeah. It's, oh, uh, well, last week when this airs. Um, yeah, so Julie Royce uh, released a little thing, and uh, apparently, this guy uh, who used to work with the Master's Seminary, John MacArthur or whatever, mm-hmm. um, was like, yeah, he doesn't really write his books and. Uh, this, the commentaries really aren't his work. It's all the scholars from the Master's Seminary. And uh, and here's an example I can show you. I wrote this. It used to have my name on it. And now uh, it's been republished in another book. And my name is taken off of it. And uh, yeah, so he's like, John MacArthur plagiarizes. That's a... I have a hard time with that. Yeah. I, you, For all this time that he's been in ministry, right? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't others have said the same thing? Because well, I mean, the accusation yeah. is all it's he's done none of it. It's all done, you know, he's done little of it. Yeah. All these other scholars are doing it. Wouldn't they have spoken up? Well, not. Well, here's the thing. I, I'm not suggesting that that John is a plagiarist or that he has plagiarized. We do not have that knowledge. We do not have that opinion. Um, somebody else is uh, is making these claims. But uh, certainly, if uh, yeah, if you have a bunch of people that you know, work for the seminary, and I think it's very plausible that you could say like, hey, we're we're I'm putting together a commentary. I want all of you guys to chip in, do your parts, right? And uh, you know, you'll be listed as editors or something, but I'm going to go through it and make it my own. And then we're going to kind of do our thing. They might just be like, oh, but this guy is then saying like, yeah, he didn't really do that much with it or whatever. So again, I don't know if it's true. I was just Man. making a joke about plagiarism. It, it's 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 a pretty big accusation. No, I'm, I'm hearing this firsthand. I'm, like, first time. I'm hearing this first time. That's why I'm like, it's, listen, I don't agree. You know that. Yeah. I, there's some things I don't agree with John about. Yeah, yeah. I don't listen. I don't. I do not want. But that's an integrity issue. Oh, yeah. And that's a that. You, I find it I hard w- to believe. I need a lot more. Proof. One thing we know for sure is that this guy did write this chapter, mm-hmm. and previously it was attributed to him, and now it is no longer attributed to him. That much we know. Yes. And, uh, and well, they, I haven't seen it, but yes, so I'm hearing. Yeah. I know. I, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. we can all see that. But uh, the rest of that stuff is like, oof, I don't Ooh. know. So yeah, man, sorry. Pe- to, people are going I, after J Mac. Sorry to start on a downer with that. Yeah, that's uh, you were t- doing a joke, and I just didn't even know yeah, well, about you, the joke. You know, it's. Uh, you know what's not, probably not going to happen is he's probably not going to go, okay, this is too tough. I'm going to leave. Because uh, if, if one thing we know about John is he, he doesn't quit. No, he's, he's a, not he's weak. A, and he's, he's, a, he's a faithful. He's, he's a very hardworking, faithful dude. He's not going to leave his church over this, uh, unless it turned out to be like a totally big, crazy thing um, that was true and like there was other problems. But like 
because somebody's making an accusation, um, you know, he, he's not going to pick up and leave. And we, we, probably need to talk about like when pastors should leave yeah uh and how pastors should leave because there there does come a time when pastors like there will come a time when when john needs to retire right yeah, when yeah. He needs, and not, not because he's gonna go live on the beach and drink coconut which is fine uh but because like, i mean good for him if that's yeah that's fine good for him i don't have a problem with <laughs> that john, john piper would have a problem with that uh i don't have a problem with that but, i got no problem with but that. i don't i don't see him as the kind of guy that would want to do that i think he would want to keep in he's, he's definitely geared for ministry yeah, god has right. he's uniquely for gifted him but he'll even but even a guy like that is like sometimes like whether he's just doesn't have the energy anymore because it requires a lot of energy to yeah. keep going and he's already like 120 or something so Stop. At some point, you're like, okay, I'm going to step aside and let Man, my successor come in. I, I, I know a guy who was a former pastor that, a former pastor of mine, that he retired because of all his years of preaching. His throat's gone. Oh, yeah. It gone. Gone. That's weird. It, it, yeah. it was like. He must have had some pre-existing condition. I, I, or I have no idea yeah. about that. Like, you know, dude wasn't a smoker, nothing yeah. like that. Probably but, had a. But just nothing. Demon or something. In what? I don't know. <laughs> you got John, you got all the big wigs preaching their whole lives. They never have that problem. So I'm thinking this guy. Yeah. I, you know, probably lots chronic, of crusades. Lots of, he's on the chronic. No, 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 no. Stop. No, stop I don't stop. know. I'm, I'm asking. He's, I'm, I'm telling you no. no okay. No, no. But do you know for sure though? I Okay. So okay, it's possible. I've not, <laughs> not, not spent every moment. Okay. So it's possible. That he <laughs> I just that's I, how the internet works that's how the that, internet that's, works that's how Twitter right works there, right there was so, Twitter logic yeah it's Twitter logic so you don't know that he doesn't gargle glass as a hobby I don't know for a fact so he, he could he might yeah there you go uh, alright so here here is um here's a message we got through social media alright go ahead on your next mailbag I would love for you guys to chat about when or how a pastor should leave their church uh, I am and he's speaking about himself here as a pastor. I'm not in any sin. There's no scandal. I just don't find joy in pastoring anymore. However, now is not a good time. Uh, you know, we got stuff going on at the church, and it's just not a good time. So um, I, I'm going to leave it at that because I don't want to disclose too much about this guy. He doesn't. He wants to stay anonymous. Uh, but the Lord does appear to be opening doors elsewhere for me to devote my time and attention. Um, and I, so I don't think this is a burnout issue, he says. But may the Lord, I think, is closing this season of my life and moving me into something else. If you and Jimmy could speak to that, it would be great. Mm. So, okay, Jimmy, God does. I, I, so, there are some people that think like, and I heard this in seminary, even in chapel sometimes, like there are pastors that are leaving the ministry every day. And it's like, well, some of them need to. Some of yeah. them should. That's yeah. Just because some pastors leave, is that's not all bad. Sometimes it's bad. But God does call people into ministry. and He does call people out of ministries or particular churches, doesn't he? Well, yeah, I mean, with that, that that means leaving is sometimes the right thing to do. Yeah. If God has called you out, that means it's right to go. If you don't go and God's calling you to go, ooh, you're, well, I mean, yeah. you're, you're not being obedient. Yeah. So, so you would have to believe that God would never call you out because <laughs> like these are the people like, you're denying God's will. You're denying God's calling. Like, no, I think God called me here. And, and now, now he's, called, called me out. he's called me out. That happens. Yep. Um, now, however, sometimes, sometimes leaving uh, isn't is is an attempt to escape something unpleasant. Yes, that's not a good reason to leave. No, that's uh, that's a that's a bad reason to leave. And it's you know sometimes like you you, you leave in an attempt to fix something in you, mm. uh, and you think I'm going to change my location or my vocation, uh, but that's not necessarily the 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 fix. Now, it might be that you do need to leave, but 
if if there's a problem in you, uh, yeah. leaving isn't going to fix it. You've got to do you work. Now, yeah. leaving may be a part of that, but it's leaving in and of itself is not going to be the thing that makes But the it phrase that, that this guy used here, mm-hmm. and I, I think is, is something key. Right. Is he says, quote, I just don't find joy in pastoring anymore. Yeah. Close quote. Yeah. Mm. Like that needs to be explored. Yeah, what's, what do you mean? Yeah. Wh- why? Why is that? Right. Like the better you can answer the question, the more equipped you are to make a wise decision yeah. about moving on. Yeah. Because like, just, okay. So you, you don't find joy anymore. Well, how long has it been? And, uh, and, and what do you think the causes are of that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just, like, is it because it is an unpleasant season? Because, listen, mm-hmm. the last two years have been hard. Oh, is that how you want to put it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the last two years for most people in vocational ministries have sucked. Oh, my been, goodness. Not that it's all bad, but it's been harder than normal. It's yeah. been harder than previous. It's been harder for us than previous seasons. Yeah. Very, yeah. very difficult. Now, I wouldn't say that I don't have joy in pastoral ministry, but I would say that there is more uh, stress and discouragement yes. than ever before. Yes, yes, yes. And so, yeah, I think I think that's a good point. Like, he does need to explore that. And maybe he has, but that's something to really work through with, uh, with your own soul in your particular situation. But just not finding joy, and you're not saying that's the only reason, but if that's it, well, then I would get some counsel and, and, and look into that. That's yeah. Probably. All right. So uh, his big question here is when or how should a pastor leave? All right, so let's talk about leaving. Mm. All right, so there are different ways people can leave ministry. Right, you can uh, you can step down from a position, mm-hmm. but remain in the church. You'd be like, hey, you know what? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be the preacher guy anymore, or I'm not gonna be you know uh, whatever associate pastor anymore. I'm gonna step down, but I'm gonna stay for whatever, and that works out great for some people. That's yeah. that's one way to leave. So you're not leaving that church as much as you are leaving a position for your own good or for the church's good. And I mean that takes a lot of uh, conversations mm-hmm. and a lot of discipline, yeah, on your part mm-hmm. because it's very easy, especially depending upon how long you've been there. Yep, that the people still they see you and they view you as their pastor. Yeah. In fact, I would say most of the time it's a problem if yeah. you're the lead guy or the senior pastor. Yes. Yes. And you retire and stick around. In many Baptist churches, that does not work. Yeah. It's now I have seen it work where they would become pastor emeritus. Mm-hmm. You know, they're in their sixties and they're like, Hey, you know what? I'm running out of energy and I think it's a good season for us to put in this new guy or raise up one of our guys to take mm-hmm. over for mm-hmm. me. So I'm going to just become like the counseling guy in the background. Yep. I've seen that work and I've seen it work even locally at uh, chapel street. Yeah. 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 Uh, when it was first Baptist, uh, I think it was pastor gray became pastor emeritus. And then this guy, pastor Dan came in uh, and took over and it was fine. Like there was no drama at all. Yeah. Right. But you're right. Right. You got to you got to figure that out. Yeah. And you got to have really honest conversations mm-hmm. uh, when people are if you have a pastor emeritus or just, you mm-hmm. know, uh, oversteps some boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the 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 guy who's retired, in this case, the pastor emeritus, he needs to know his role and the limitations of that role. Yep. Uh, and the people need to know. Know your place. Yeah. Everybody needs to know their place. And that's a good thing. Because then you can, wrong flourish. With that. you can flourish yep. when you know your plot. You know your yep. All right, cool. Um, what you, else? How else you can you leave? You can resign from that ministry you know, position mm-hmm. and take on another. Yeah, go some, go to another church or whatever. I get that. That happens. That's probably the most common way. That's the most think, common way. I right? think a lot of people, when they leave, they, yeah. they go on and uh, take on another ministry position bigger, elsewhere. Bigger church, more money. You know. I mean. If we're being honest, that's probably. Mm, I'm going to say that's probably the most I think most guys that are moving on are, are going on to something bigger. 
That's what hmm. I think. I mean, I'm sure you're right. I don't have the data. Oh, I do. I have oh. all the data collated in my brain. Oh, do you? Mm-hmm. Do you? Yeah. You want percentages? Yes. Yeah. There's a lot of them. Yeah. What's the percentage? So, 79. 79 mm-hmm. point. There's no, it's not even. Oh, it's even. Yeah. Wow. Which is weird because it's an odd number. That is very weird that that would happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not making this up, Jimmy. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's really common. And and it's not always just because they're looking for something bigger. It's because, hey, you know what? Maybe they've changed in their theology or, yeah. you know what? Some people, like, they can only... I mean, some people make a lateral move. Oh, yeah. Some people have to step back down. Listen, I've, I, I evaluate myself on this a lot. Like, all right, am I still the guy who can be the preacher for this congregation now at this stage because we evolve, we grow. Mm -hmm, Am I mm -hmm. still the guy? Because if I'm not the guy, then I don't want to be in the way. Um, You know, maybe maybe I'm never supposed to be a guy that passes a church of a certain size. And if we grow to a church of a certain size, maybe I need to step back. You know, I I don't want to do that, but... So yeah, there are different reasons why people would move to another thing. And then then sometimes people leave ministry altogether um, and they transition out, go into a different vocation. And that can be for good reasons or bad reasons. Let's talk about that. Like when... When are pastors supposed to leave, or when do pastors leave? When should they leave? When leave the ministry altogether, or it, yeah, when they transition out of their oh, okay, position okay. or the ministry? Yeah, I mean, well, I think when you or your family are in jeopardy, yeah, right, yeah, like when there's issues there um, at home, or mm-hmm. um, whether they're they're caused or at least it feels the perception is it's caused by the ministry itself it's, it's a it, it is a burden it's a way yeah yeah you it, know like what even though you know we're, we're complementarians and you know uh joe is the lead pastor and even though he's hired as lead pastor there is a burden that goes upon jen and the family yeah that that they are signing on to as he's you know, uh, in this, in this ministry position, it's just the nature of ministry. There's a right? lot of, I mean, you're sharing, like, like you're sharing your, your husband, you're sharing, uh, your spouse with the congregation, with so many people, you know, they're caring for, uh, as pastors, they're, they're caring for the congregation. Right. They're getting these, they're getting calls, they're getting texts, they're going to meetings, they're dealing with the spiritual and emotional, mm-hmm. uh, troubles that, that others, you know, are facing that they're, they oftentimes they're carrying that they're feeling that, uh, they're, 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 uh, burdened with that. And even though a lot of pastors try to disconnect, it's still hard when you get home. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you, I've had to learn to, and I think I have when I do get home to like breathe and not think about it anymore. Yeah. Like, you know, if I can avoid my phone. <laughs> which it means no i know sometimes no i'm pretty good i can be good about it but like last night mm. i got home and i'm like hey no small group tonight so we're just gonna hang out and uh Hooray! And, and i was just caught in this thing that i had to deal with on my phone for mm. like 30 minutes and i was like i'm sorry i'm sorry it was just like this thing and was I, it me uh you were tangentially connected to it oh uh, right? my bad no sorry no, no 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 you it had nothing to, you were not a part you were not the reason you were just connected to it you were in some of those exchanges oh those was i was thinking yeah. about like when we were talking about the preaching schedule no no no, no. that was late yeah, yeah that was that was during my cigar time oh yeah yeah that's fine my bad yeah that's fine <laughs> and then you're like hey man i went in and knew that thing that you you like put all that time and effort into i started moving things around I started moving things around on you and like hey I just, and i'm like is that okay i'm like i don't know what you moved and you're like well i guess it's moved now <laughs> jimmy actually fixed something that uh, i messed up it's, it's totally fine um all right so yeah if your family's in jeopardy yeah it's it it, it it's 
it's time to leave. Yeah. It's, it's time to go. Uh, when you can no longer lead or serve the church well, this could be because of health reasons. Yep. This could be mental health reasons. Yep. Um, there are, uh, you just, like I said earlier, you just may not be the guy anymore. You may not even be able to articulate it really well, but like, hey, you know what? At this point in the church's life, I'm not the guy. We need somebody else who can do this better. That's fine, even though it might be heartbreaking. Um, but yeah, so uh, that might be a time uh, to leave. What about... Uh, what about this idea that God may be leading you to serve in another context? I mean, it happens. Yeah. it's People make fun of it. Like, I was like, oh, they do it because it's a bigger church. And I, I think, and I believe, I believe it was like, I've seen people. Seventy nine percent. It's it, it's it's actually seventy nine percent. No, I think some people do. They. <laughs> it's such an odd thing. Seventy nine percent. It's seventy nine percent. Well, I, I rounded. I did round up. Oh, did you? Yeah, because it was like it was actually like sixty two. But it's rounded up. Is that, that you went sixty two to seventy nine? Yeah, well, that you, was your roundup. It's a roundup. No, you went six. It was sixty two point seven, and so I rounded up. I rounded up to seventy nine. <laughs> I mean, what's the difference? Sixty three, seventy nine. Like around, you're going up anyways. I figured like I can do whatever I want. They're my stats that I invented. Um, yeah, but people do leave, right? It's not, and it's not just because you know, like we. I I was at a church. I was at a church in Central Kentucky. A handful of people, a very small rural church, town of less than a thousand, and the biggest church in that town was a Catholic church. Actually, mm. I think it was the only other church in town, and uh, and so at that time, I think we had like thirty something people, forty something people in this country church, and uh, and we were like, hey, we're going to leave, and we're going to go plant a church uh, up in my hometown or near my hometown, mm. mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, there were a number of factors. One of them being, I've had a strong burden and a calling for many years yep. to do that kind of work, but it was. Not just that. It was also, you guys can't afford me. Like, I'm out of school now. We're going to start having kids. You guys can't pay me a living wage. I mean, not even I mean, that, that not I mean, even, a, not even a half, like nothing. Like, like, it's too small. They couldn't afford it. Yeah. And I'm like, so you need to bring in somebody like you did with me, bring in a seminary student or somebody that can shepherd you and love you and serve you in some way. I, I had to move on. That's okay. Mm. Yeah. So no. I guess I kind of went on for... I, you, I actually, you went for bigger? No, because I went with I went from that to six people. To start the church plan. Yeah. So I went down. Mo- th- those six people had more money. Uh, the North American Mission Board had, yeah. The North American, you know what? The North American Mission Board was giving me over $30,000 a year. Wow. Um, to pay for my salary uh, and uh, some evangelistic outreach stuff. Um, Look at that. And how long ago was that? 14 years ago? That was in 2000. So yeah, 22 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, the Lord has blessed you because, I mean, you're at oh, yeah. 350000 now? Uh, per quarter, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, it wasn't supposed to be that much, but they let me round up. So I was just like, <laughs> I like round it up, round up. Uh, no, it, it was it was interesting because you know if, if, if everybody knows like thirty thousand dollars a year as a salary isn't a lot of money to mm-hmm. live where we live, but um, but like we were gonna make it work, whatever. And then you know we started taking up offerings and all that. But uh, that's a ton of money from the North American Mission Board because most church planters don't get weren't getting anywhere near that. We were yep. in the Chicagoland area, so they're yep. like we they spend more money, especially going up north, like to this area where yes, we don't have a lot yes, of yes, yes. So all right, and then. Uh, Ooh. What else? When, what else? What else is a good? Maybe a, maybe mean, a good time to leave ministry. Maybe when you've been disqualified oh, yeah. from ministry. Maybe not. Uh, maybe you need to do something else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. But what? How about this? You're disqualified, so you leave. But then you requalify yourself, and then you go back to it. And you just start another church. How about mm. that? Or if you're Sovereign Grace Ministries, you just move you to a different area. Yeah. Yeah. Those like. 
Oh, so painful, dude. Oh, that such is a bummer. Oh yeah, that's such a bummer. Yeah, you're bumming me out, man. Just thinking about. And that I don't. Stuff. I don't want to. Well, I mean, listen. I'm not trying to smash on something. Okay. But you know, I I'm I can think of a couple of occasions where at my school because you were know, oh yeah, yeah monks yeah when there was yeah, some fishy business going on. And all of a sudden, we get noticed that <laughs> Father So and So has been called to the Guatemala mission. <laughs> yeah, it's called it's called the, the Sacred Shuffle. Oh, that is, they just it, shuffle it was, the deck, and we're all just sitting like, "Man, there's poor Guatemalans." <laughs> so bad, dude. Ooh, anyway, I'm not saying that we need to like string people up and tar and feather them and let them dive in the elements, but maybe. Anyway, um, <laughs> but maybe I am saying it. Maybe I'm not not saying it. All right, so let's just uh, we'll, we'll do this. How if if somebody's going to leave, how should they leave? If you're if you're a pastor, you're on staff somewhere, yeah. and you're like, I have to leave. Uh, what what's something important that you would be like? Well, I think what's really really important is transparency and honesty, right? Mm, yeah. Like explain the situation. Mm. Don't leave people to imagine what's really happening. Yeah. Actually, spell it out because it, any. Your silence leaves people to try to connect dots that are not there. Silence is violence, Jimmy. That's what I hear. That's what you hear? Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to play around with this okay. because- You're I trying to what, make a point. Make your point. No, because I know what that slogan is. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's and stupid. I'm not playing around with this. <laughs> you know. Yeah. No, because the, the imagination can be worse than reality. It really can. Oftentimes be. it is. If, if you didn't do anything wrong, but you don't explain anything, it will be worse for sure. Or if someone already has a bent against something that's going on oh, at yeah. the church or mm-hmm. against certain leadership yep. of the church, then they assume you're gone because of that. Yeah. Uh, we I have a friend, and hopefully he'll come on the podcast next time he's he's in town. But uh, he had to leave his church, and uh, it, we didn't want to, but uh, the elders were like, yeah, man, you got to go. Uh, we're not happy with you anymore. And it was, it was a couple of elders. It seemed like a toxic situation. I I feel like I have a pretty grasp on the situation. And he's the kind of guy's like, I do not want to like stress out the church. He's like, fine, I'll leave. But let me just explain that like we don't see eye to eye. And they're like, nope, you're not going to say anything. You're just gone. Mm. Say goodbye. And it was like so unhelpful because now what are people, what are they supposed to think? If you could just say, and he was like, I'll, you can tell me what to say, but I need to say something. Yeah. Just say, hey, you know what? We don't, we don't think that the elders don't think I'm the guy anymore. And I'm willing to say, okay, well, you can something. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Mm-hmm. So not not good. And I would say, in addition to being honest and being transparent about it, um, it's allow for a time of transition. Yeah. Do not just cut and run. I mean, there might be a situation where you just don't have a choice or you're being kicked out because, you know, you did a bad, bad thing. But uh, in general, you want to help the church as much as you can to yes. enter into a new season. You want to you want to support this uh, church and you want to support the incoming pastor to succeed. You want to help him to do well. So, uh, yeah, leave leave some time. But to the brother who is thinking about leaving, all we would say to you as a, as a listener and as a friend is just make sure that you're, like Jimmy said, check your reason. The joy issue. Check into that. Get some counsel. And if it's time for you to go, man, just leave well and uh, and and praise God in the process. And uh, we we really do hope that the next season is uh, is a, is a time of flourishing for you. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us online on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DocTrineDevotion.com. They can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast of the store, JoeFoStore.com. JoeFoStore! Grab some gear. Hoodies, t-shirts. Hey, yeah, that's you know what's right. coming up? What? Caps. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Black on black. It's going to look cool. Working on it. 
Fresh Pod every Monday and Thursday blog post on Wednesdays. We got that all access exclusive. How much access do they get? All access. Oh, nice. You got Banter Truth on Tuesdays, mm-hmm. Weekday Wisdom, Monday through Friday. Head on over to DrWorks.com slash all access to sign up today. Later. Check out.